0: What's going on, friends? Welcome to random number 113. That's right. This is the 113th episode of Roomies and Movies. I'm Ox. That over there is Luke. And we're going to tell you about the latest and greatest you should be watching and some you should probably avoid. Um, Essentially, this week we have the latest episode of Doom Patrol, where they went to the ant farm that Luke was excited about last week. Um, I got caught up on Righteous Gemstones, which is a wild trip. Uh we watched the second half of Woo Assassins for the best and worst list. We got Good, Bad and the Ugly, and Saving Christmas. Not surviving Christmas, that uh, I thought the whole week. And I was pretty excited about, but it is definitely not that movie. Uh and then theatrically we got Blinded by the Light, Good Boys and Ready or Not. So did you get everything watched this week, Luke? Uh-huh. Are you <laughs> Are you excited about talking about it all because it's all great Uh, nope Nope. (laughs) Uh, is there anything you want to talk about prior to diving into this we had some pretty big announcements this last week
1: did we? Uh, I'm good Uh, we got
0: all the Star Wars bullshit I'm sure you're caught up on all that
1: that that was just a trailer with like 20 seconds new footage who cares
0: yeah but ray has got like a 14 bladed lightsaber now or whatever
1: she has a double-sided
0: lightsaber. That's the same thing. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's going to be here in four weeks. I'm not worried about watching any of that shit. Just give it to me. Did you yeah, see the Ma- Mandalorian there or anything? No,
1: I don't care is the thing.
0: <laughs> all right, but I know you want to talk about Disney.
1: No, I don't.
0: Not even Disney. a little bit? Disney needs
1: no pomp from me. Fuck them. That's all we need to say.
0: <laughs> but i i also want to point out that we're both for sony taking uh spidey and just running away.
1: Yeah, fuck disney. They are stifling creativity within the film industry. Fuck them. I
0: agree. I agree, and i think it's kind of very uh transparent with the whole star wars thing and it's kind of getting very uh toned down. So, there's that um, diving into Doom Patrol then How'd you think What'd you think of the Farms that you were so excited about last week
1: I love how Me just saying that I know something Makes it seem like I'm excited about it
0: I mean uh, Aren't they one and the same You usually don't talk about anything unless you're excited about it
1: mm, That's a bunch of horse shit I talk about a lot of things that I do not like Or even remotely care about on the show
0: I find that's a lie That's a big old lie
1: But the answer is there was butts with mouths eating people, so how could you not be excited?
0: (laughs) Boy, talk about something coming out of left field. (laughs) Especially when they alluded to it a couple times. Like, uh, I just thought they were not malfunctioning, but uh, just completely saying something out of left field. Nope, there were definitely little butt people.
1: Yeah, and the best part of the whole thing was like, that five-star general who's just like, oh, the butts are loose.
0: It's been an honor. The is, right? so. Uh, it's so good. So, uh, essentially, uh, Cyborg was kidnapped last week, uh, taken to the ant farm, and the rest of the Doom Patrol had to come in and help save the day. Um, you watch with subtitles, right?
1: Yeah, who doesn't watch things with subtitles besides insane people?
0: So when the uh, elevator's shocking everybody, or throwing them all around, like, it showed that Rita was screaming. I was like, oh, well, Rita's hanging out somewhere inside. And I, I was like, it has to be inside Cliff." So it kind of threw it in dis- disarray. But it's still all pretty fun to watch it all go- happen.
1: But, I mean, if you watch anything logically, he literally says, I need all of you for this plan to work, and then she's not there.
0: Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it, it, with the team-ups they've had these past few episodes, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility to not take the entire team. And plus, Rita was very much acting that she wasn't going to be part of this.
1: Whatever. She shows up, and she drops a robot on a woman. That's all you need to know that
0: perfectly drops a robot on somebody. Um, We get Karen again? Isn't that the blonde? No. Um, And then... uh, So is this the first time Larry's been able to uh, be himself minus Negative Man? Because usually Negative jumps out and he, like, goes docile.
1: Yeah, he, like, passes out, but I wonder if that's not a... He's never been separated for a long time, Mm. because usually then the entity goes back in and he wakes back up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's never out for a long period of time like it is here. So Mm. I don't know. All I can say is I hope they do that thing in the book where some shit happens between him and the entity, and I'll leave it at that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you're pretty excited to see something happen, so I'm excited about. It's not true.
1: It's not true at all.
0: (laughs) Whatever happens, remember, Luke's very excited about it. Um, And then we get the ending where Cyborg's kicking the shit out of his father. Uh, Because Mr. Nobody uh, kind of messed with his head.
1: Yeah. Apparently, you know, all the glitches with the grid and everything that's been going on was just Mr. Nobody fucking with Cyborg. But I don't think the character already lost his mother in his origin. I don't think he needs to be like, I have to kill my father as well. Like, I think it's kind of excessive.
0: So, um, when it was showing, like, um, uh, Grid, like, rebooting itself and rebooting itself, was that just nobody playing with him, or was the nanobytes actually... I'm pretty actually sure it was
1: like... just him. I think the whole season's just been nobody fucking with him.
0: okay. Um, because I mean, he tore open his arm last time and we didn't see anything, but they kind of alluded to what was happening, but yeah, I'm still digging it. Still fun. Still fun ride. I believe next episode is the one you were looking forward to flex.
1: Uh, well, I mean, cause unbeknownst to you, possibly, uh, cyborg's, uh, neighbor is flex ventalo.
0: <laughs> you mean when he lived in Ohio?
1: No, I mean, like, his cellmate next door. The dude with the beard is like, I don't know, I've been here since, like, 60s? I don't fucking know.
0: Oh, I didn't know that at all, and now I'm super excited. Do we get to possibly see anybody else that they released, or, like, that was just kind of the one? What more do you need? There's butts. Listen, I'm all for everything. Bring on the oddities. indies Bring them all. There was
1: a literal butt with a mouth carrying a severed arm in its
0: mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So ridiculously fun uh, that if you're not watching Doom Patrol, fucking what are you doing with your life? Uh, Also, it's got the new poster up for uh, season two of Titans already, and it's got the whole roster around, uh, it's a death shot?
1: Death Stroke. And they actually just released a new trailer this afternoon.
0: Oh shit. Is it good? Is it fantastic?
1: It's. I mean, it looks like they're just like doing a a whole lot of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how this compares to the first season, but whatever.
0: Bring it on. Uh, it's next week, right?
1: I don't fucking know. The I fifth? Believe
0: it's, yeah.
1: No, it's like two weeks.
0: No, that's next Friday. Well, get, it's a cal- not? get a calendar, son. It certainly is next this,
1: week. Oh, do you mean like not this coming Friday, but the oh. Friday after?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, apologies. Yeah,
1: because next Friday is the thirtieth. The one's coming up, jackass.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, everybody, calm down. I was ahead of myself, and I apologize. Uh, but yeah, Doom Patrol still fucking awesome, and I love it. And we got Titans next week, so booya. Or not next week, but the week after. Blah, whatever. Yeah, you're, a,
1: you're a terrible adult. <laughs>
0: So,
1: how'd you feel about the second half of Wu Assassins? Ooh, what a fucking mess. Like, <sighs> Boy,
0: talk does, about a show that was, like... Did this show just work. fall straight on its face?
1: <laughs> it's just like, we spent half a season setting up the fire Woo, and then we get in the back half, and it's just like, well, I guess we gotta do all of them. So we just need to cram everything into, like, four episodes, and you're like... I literally stopped it at one point, point. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> Until I got to, like, the middle of the episode, and they're like, now we're flashing back a week. I'm like, oh, we're jumping around in time now, too. What the fuck is happening? When all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're like, we need to do an exorcism. And I was like, wait, what? What's happening?
0: Where did this come from? Uh, I love the setup for the exorcism. Like, man, the shift this show took from the first half to the second half is monumental. Um, because it's laying everything out well for the first half and like, you understand what's happening and then it just decides to try playing tricks on you the second half and like setting all this shit up. Like, and I swear to Christ, if you have a elemental power on the inside of you, fucking handcuffing you to the weakest looking chair that's ever been made is not a smart idea.
1: Mm, it's a good idea. A very I good have
0: idea. no idea how he didn't just bust that chair in half. But yeah, just starts jumping around everywhere. And like, uh, it was when it was episode six, and like they were doing the whole like exorcism thing, I was like, all right, the storytelling's fine. And then there's an episode seven. I'm like, all right, everybody fucking calm down and let's just tell a linear story. We don't need all these jumping around. And then it just fucking gets messy from there.
1: Yeah, and then it's like, now we're going on a road trip, and you're like, wait, what?
0: (laughs) They do the exercise, and I was like, wow, I'm very surprised that they pulled this card. Like, uh, you have this god-esque figure, and he's just like, no, I raised you like my son. I will give up these powers if you ask me to. That's fine. And it's like, what just happened? And then let's take a road trip. And then we're taking a road trip because uh, the other dude is following us because he still wants to kill the guy. Um, but we're in this diner and we're just having some breakfast and everybody's talking racist shit, so let's start fighting everybody. Whatever. And I was I like, f- oh, we're st- – oh, no, 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 I still love the fight. I was like, oh, we're still going to get fights in the show? All right, I'm good with this.
1: I was cool with that whole scene of, like – some guys just being assholes and the way. Just being like, you want some Asian chicken? Is that what you want? And then he's like, let's talk about the persecution of my race in this country. <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck, take her to school. And then. <laughs> fucking all the
0: so good. Uh, and then uh, third part is we get uh, the dude from Swamp Thing, who is maybe the most excellent villain ever. I really enjoy uh, him as villains.
1: There was a dude that- from Swamp
0: Thing in the show. Yeah, Earth Woo, uh, phosphorus or whatever. Wait, what? Who is the Wood Woodrow? Oh,
1: yeah. Sorry, God, I forgot he was in it for like four <laughs> seconds.
0: Yeah, but he was a great little creepy villain, and I really yeah. just want to see him as more villains. Like he has this great uh, subtlety to him that, like, he does this really creepy laugh, and it's like, yeah, that's a, a perfect villain laugh. And you Whatever. just utilize it w- wonderfully.
1: He will always be <laughs> from Lost to me.
0: <laughs> I don't see him as that anymore. I've given yeah. up on that show. I, I see
1: him. I was like, yeah. Remember when you shot Ben Linus's daughter in front of him? Yeah, I do.
0: <laughs> All right. I guess he's still that too. But uh, oof. those last two episodes are real real son of a bitch to get through.
1: Yeah, and like I thought, I was on the last episode. And like it ends with like the uh, the old firewood just getting shot in the head and cuts to black. And I was like, wait, that's the end of the season. And then it was like, oh, <laughs> wait that's another episode. I just miscounted while I was watching. Apparently, <laughs> uh,
0: because the end of the show doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um,
1: <laughs> None of it makes any sense. <laughs> no, like. For somehow they open a portal and then they put the turtle shell back together and then he follows the guy from Sons of Anarchy into the past to kill him in front of his face. I I don't know what happens at the end of the show. Makes no
0: sense. Yep. And then there's still 40 minutes.
1: (laughs) And then the thing that blew my mind the most was like when they're doing like the little like here's where everyone's going and we're all going away and stuff. And then like the 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 white lady cop starts making out with the burned car thief (laughs) i was like like, no like you had like a sexual tension with eco this whole season like what where did this come from
0: yep uh and then yin yang shows up again is like hey we still need you to save the world even though everything that we needed you for we've never gotten past I, I just want it
1: like I hope they get a season two. And I hope it
0: starts with it.
1: I hope it's just like eco just being like, You said I had to defeat the woos and kill them and put the shells back together, and we did. And she's like, Yeah, but no one ever got that for. Her. Once you do that, then these giant
0: monsters will come out of the earth. Yeah. Season two, all kaiju. Let's do this.
1: And then he gets the power to become giant. So it's, like, Ultraman, but as the dude from the raid fighting kaiju monsters.
0: 1,000%. I'm back in if that happens. Let's, but I mean, it. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> and It was also super weird, like, that he was played as, like, such a, you know, it wasn't like, I'm not going to kill my father figure. It was like, you know, I don't want to kill. I can't be the woo assassin because killing's wrong. And by the end of the season, he is just murdering everyone.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. It got to the point where they did the exorcism, and I was like, oh, that's cool if he finds ways to, like, save these people from that power. And then he just straight up cuts the fucking uh, stone dude neck, which doesn't make any sense, considering he was just blocking, making himself boulders.
1: Yeah, and then, like, like that end... Like I think it's in episode nine or whatever when like they're gonna go save their friend who is now the fire woo and he's just like straight like shanking these henchmen and breaking their necks and stuff. Like,
0: oh it's yeah, cool. yeah. No, they're sneaking around the base or like this abandoned factory place and like they're dodging people and as soon as one person notices, the entire henchman force is alerted to the location and he's just fucking killing everyone in sight.
1: But. My favorite part from that scene was when like there's a guy up above them who's got the drop has a gun on him, <laughs> and then also he explodes. I thought he got shot with a rocket. I, I didn't even think like it was the fire power. I was like, oh, someone just hit him with a rocket off screen. Cool.
0: <laughs> so good. Uh, what a ridiculous mess. So- yeah maybe avoid that
1: one <laughs> I, don't know. I still like it I think if you power through it all at once I don't think it'd be as glaring as like sitting with like that first half which is ridiculous but that yeah. i like before yeah. going into that one because I mean like it still has some really cool fight scenes but then it also has shit where like you build up to this fight between these three women and then they film it in like complete darkness and you can't see anything
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, also, when he gets transported to the past and just the wife doesn't realize it's him, and he's just like, you know, I'm just gonna stick with my fancy clothes because I don't want to, I don't feel like going back to a robe. Uh, but also, there's a dead, there's a dead fox somewhere. That means that another guy came to kill me.
1: And oh no, he just stabbed me. Okay,
0: you no know, cool. he definitely just and almost killed my uh, wife and son just because they were there. I also
1: don't understand why he had to kill him at that point, because like, he didn't have his power anymore, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, none of it made sense that why he went that far with it. Uh, uh, but, then they alluded to it at the end, he's like, did you just kill him Uh, just because he had Uncle Six murdered? Also, I had a real problem with them if he was his father figure and calling him Uncle Six all the time, like, that really started to grind him in gears. Especially...
1: Everyone called him Uncle Six.
0: But, like, he was the one that was saved out of shipping container and, like, brought up under him. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, but I think, like, too much. I think
1: Uncle Six was his gangster name, like, Big Pussy, you know? It's just his gangster name.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. something pretty amazing is though is Righteous Gemstones on HBO is fantastic
1: I can't believe you didn't watch it last week I was shocked
0: Uh, I thought it was this week so I didn't even think about it Uh, but I'm glad I caught up with it because boy, yeah. what a wild ride
1: it's something I don't quite know the tone they're going for yet and then that's going to be kind of like a big factor because I don't know if these are the way they're telling the story if these are supposed to be inherently good people who just might be on the wrong path or if they're vicious hucksters and know exactly what they're doing.
0: I think they're very much vicious hucksters.
1: I don't know because like especially in interviews with Danny McBride where he's been like you know my aunt preaches and i grew up in this you know he's like i'm not trying to attack religion at all and i'm like well i think you might be making the wrong show then
0: <laughs> oh that's wild to think about Hmm, i don't know what to think about that now how many episodes is this season is it only like eight
1: i think so yeah
0: man that's something wild I mean, it just has the Daniel McBride vibes. Like it, it feels very much like Eastbound and Down, and it's just this wild yeah. man's story through whatever he's living through.
1: Yeah, I'll be really excited next week though when they bring in Walton Goggins because I always need some Goggins in my life.
0: Shit, I didn't know about that, but now I'm super excited.
1: Did you watch Vice Principals?
0: No, I did not. Why? Many, what is? How many? How many seasons was it? Two seasons like six episodes a piece. I'm gonna have to burn through that. Uh, I, I don't know what I've been doing with that. I, I always figured it was getting picked up and like I just fell behind to the point where I just couldn't get caught up. So,
1: oh but. no, they went into that show just being like, we're you know, we're setting an end date, we're only doing two short seasons just to tell a story and get out versus oh. Gemstones where McBride's talking to be like this might be the longest thing we do. I want to work with this as long as we can. More seasons than Eastbound and anything. And just like, ah, we'll see where we go, I guess.
0: (laughs) Nice. I'm down for it. For sure. Man. It's a real, it's a real wild trip because it seems like these people have so much privilege that they don't know what to do with it. And they're just kind of, Right befo- below the threshold of being intelligent, I mean Danny McBride's character doesn't have any smarts to him whatsoever. He's oh, just very lucky.
1: Well, he's got more than fucking Adam Devine's character. I fucking I I'm not a fan of him as a person, so that was kind
0: of like uh,
1: uh, a holdback for like me being like, am I really excited about the show or not?
0: What's so funny is I think I'm opposite, and I think I really like uh, Divine's character more than uh, McBride's.
1: Well, McBride's very much playing that same kind of character where, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's braggadocious and full of himself, but inside he's really weak and it's all a farce. Um, but did you see the trailer for that fucking Adam Divine movie that's coming out?
0: You're going to have to be more specific.
1: The one with the phone. The what? The one with the phone. The smartphone.
0: Oh my god! Yes.
1: <laughs> that looks like the biggest piece of trash ever. I, I saw the trailer for the first like first time yesterday, and I was like, "What the
0: fuck is this?" Yeah, I'm super excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are the worst. Listen. Something's gotta offset everything happening this these next four months or so, so bring it on. I also I just really wanna see a very dumb version of her. And that's definitely yeah, gonna fit that don't. bill.
1: I would just much rather <laughs> watch.
0: Nope, you gotta you gotta take it all in. You just gotta challenge yourself with all these different IPs. <laughs>
1: I also need more John Goodman in the show.
0: Oh my god, yes. Uh, I was expecting him to be in a lot more. Uh, he's just got, like, a few scenes in, like, a few minutes in these hour and a half that we've seen already. Uh, but every time he shows up, he's so commanding of the screen, and it's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that scene when they're at fucking church lunch, and he slaps the shit out of them?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Or like when he's just, uh, when they take the meeting, they're like, "Uh, so you're just coming in and taking all our people? He's like, yeah, so do we have anything else to discuss? No? All right. You guys have go God, or whatever. Uh, It's so good.
1: Yep. But then in the second episode, literally the only thing you see him do is catch a rattlesnake in his kitchen. (laughs) I
0: mean, yeah, makes perfect sense. Oh, so good. So... Watch that show. Don't fuck around and just watch that show. Um, Jumping from there, let's just make this weird-ass connection and let's go with the worst-to-best list and let's start with Saving Christmas because, boy, what a fucking difference that is. That is literally (laughs) one of the worst
1: things I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) Alright. We're gonna go here for real quick. I have... Personally, I have a lot of problems with this film. And, like, it's very uh, Christianity-centric, whatever. I don't want to take anything away from that. I'm trying to put my bias to the side. Um, I was elated watching this movie to see a different form of storytelling than we've seen. And, like, I would have never watched this movie had we not, not done these lists.
1: We talk about a different form of stellar to- it's a man sitting in a car telling a story and it looks like a high school production going on over his narration.
0: Yeah. And that's just different. And it was a welcome change from everything else we watched, but oh, it's I mean cheap. This-
1: <laughs> Oh, go ahead. You're
0: go not- ahead. No, no, you're not wrong. I'm just saying it's different. And uh it's it's an hour and a half movie and it's just real bad. It's just C- Christian centric. Well, it's and... not even that.
1: That's what, that's what left me flabbergasted as I watched this movie. Cause literally I thought it was going to be this whole, <laughs> you know, war on Christmas and you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Cause it's offensive, even though you should say it to not offend us that you don't say it that the bullshit that the christians go on about um but like you get to this point in guy's like making valid points right that like mm-hmm. christmas is you know been co-opted and tacked on christianity but it's really this different thing now it's santa claus and trees and presents and it, it doesn't match the religious themes that i feel it should and he makes that amazing point when he's just like How much money are we going to spend on toys that no one's going to play with in two weeks? How many people could we feed with that? How many wells could we dig in poor countries so people have water? And Kirk Cameron's like, listen here, bitch. This is all about Christianity, and Christianity is about greed. Because you need to go out and you need to buy the biggest fucking turkey for your family. It's the only way they'll love you. And you you know what that tree represents? God made a tree. That's why there's a Christmas tree, because God made it.
0: Boom. (laughs) Also... It's because he was hung on the tree, or hung on a cross, and across cross lies this Christmas tree. Oh man, they really made some far-reaching. Uh, there was that point where he was just like,
1: <laughs> where he was like, you know, the 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 idea of the the winter solstice and the druids worshipping the trees and that, you know, that was where the Christmas tree came from, and we co-opted it. And he's just like, yeah, but who made the winter solstice? God.
0: <laughs> I'm like, no, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's some real it's it's interesting.
1: And he reached uh, that oh, point where like he has the epiphany at the end and he's looking at his the pile of presents and he's just like this is the outline of the new city of Jerusalem and I was like, I can't deal with
0: this anymore. <laughs> I just started watching videos on YouTube while like, playing in the background. <laughs> oh God. So did you have did you see the moment where he had it? it seemed like he was having a stroke looking at the snow globe
1: i n- no i stopped like there were, i about i think 20 minutes into this movie i kind of checked out uh,
0: so, so he's staring he's staring at this giant gaudy snow globe that's like the size of a recliner chair and like he has there's a nutcracker on the piano that sits next to it and like he pulls the nutcracker in to be like hovering over Jesus, like it was, it was supposed to attack him, but it can't because the it was real. it was real something. And then the last like ten minutes is just a fucking dance off.
1: Yep, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, they play it like a Jackie Chan movie. There's fucking like bloopers over the credits, <laughs> and I'm like, what is on? But the worst part for me was the the sudden part where they just stop the film, fucking dead to talk about conspiracy theories for 10
0: minutes. Um, you're talking about the uh, guys with the mugs in front of their face, right?
1: Yeah, and they're all... He's just like, Area 51? What about Area 52? Huh? Can't say Merry Christmas? Saw it on Fox News? No, it's real. And I was like, this is... They're serious. I want to shoot myself.
0: So I'm trying to figure out if that was just to... um let the viewer know that he was a scoundrel in, like, the next skit they would show him. Because that's how I took it. But also none of that fits into this like, at all. Because they aren't even talking to those people whatsoever.
1: Well, the answer is that it's because this movie is only 80 fucking minutes with it. They needed to pad out the runtime time.
0: <laughs> and they can only have Kirk Cameron
1: sitting in a car for so long.
0: It's fair. It's fair.
1: Oh my god. It's so bad. It's it's the thing I hate about religion where like, I don't fucking care if you believe. Good on you to have your faith. But when it's literally hand-picking things out of the text that supports you just in that moment and foregoing mm-hmm. everything else to prove someone else wrong. like That's what I hate <laughs> about it. And that's what this whole movie is.
0: See, I feel like as we get further down this bad list, It's only going to get more niche, and like we're definitely going to have to deal with that a couple more times, I'm sure. Mm,
1: I've seen the list. You're wrong.
0: Okay. That's fair. I'm glad to be wrong. There was only (laughs) two
1: Christian movies on the list, so...
0: That awful uh, Nicolas Cage one in this list one? Yep,
1: which you do know, fun fact, if you don't, uh, that Nicolas Cage movie was a remake of a movie starring Kirk Cameron.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Uh, So, yeah, don't watch that movie. It's. Uh, Also, I had a. (laughs) When I looked it up and saw the poster for it, I just. I couldn't deal with it. My brain broke for a good five minutes. You know what broke my. Like, what. (laughs) When. uh, It's
1: like that opening part. When, like, it's the 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 main character who is doubting why we should be celebrating Christmas, whose name is Christian, and he's talking about everything, and he's just like, and these, like, dirty sexual things, that shows a candy cane, and I was like, wait, what? Are they talking about fucking candy canes? <laughs> uh,
0: it was also very, just, uncomfortable when uh, the dude had his epiphany, and he's like, yeah, don't, trust me, I get it, you're a Christian, and you love my sister, and that's good enough for me, I was like, I feel like those aren't <laughs> exclusive to each other. And it's... No. And it we're, also... We're, point where he
1: just, when he literally started the movie being like, hey, guess what? You're wrong in a piece of shit. And you're hurting my <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, So yeah, real bad movie.
1: It's really bad. It's so bad.
0: <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're super Christian and you'll probably like it.
1: Oh, right. I don't even know then. It's so <laughs> bad.
0: So from there to the best literally, list... Literally! Literally!
1: Literally! They're, they show a tree lot and these people picking Christmas trees and then they're talking about nailing Jesus to the cross and this girl's like, watch, it's so bad. It's so, so bad.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, he's not wrong. So from there to the best list with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, another uh,
1: Sierra Leone? CRG. Had you ever seen it before? Because you were kind of like, you sounded like you didn't quite know.
0: No, I have not.
1: You fucking fool. You goddamn fool.
0: No, I agree. This movie was fucking great.
1: Yeah, I still, I'll put it out there that uh, I like Once Upon a Time in the West better. Um, But I think this is more of a movie that's more watchable than that, maybe. Because this always seems like, once you're it still has that Leone thing of like, everything's very long and drawn out. and Yeah. It, it's
0: very long winded for sure. But there's
1: a point to it, but at least this one yeah. is punctuated by action a lot more than West. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so good.
0: Oh, it's so good. It's, it's really fucking good. Uh, it just looked kind of like a buddy movie for the Westerns. And they're just looking for uh, these gold coins that were stashed and, Uh, The way these three characters get entangled with each other is pretty fascinating, um, because they're all kind of just fucking off doing their own thing, and uh, one thing happens, the trigger pulls them all into one, one realm. So,
1: yeah, and it leads to that fucking spectacular shootout at the end. Oh, it's so good.
0: Good. Um, Uh, when they named or when they proposed the good and the bad, was that just in um a sense that one was worse at shooting because Clinice was, was just very good
1: uh I think it it's one of those things where like I take it as it's ref- like it's not reflective of the characters per se it's the idea that. Even if I say this Clint Eastwood is the good character, he's showing that not everyone's good. They all kind of have this streak of mean and dirty within them. And that's just the world we're in. But when I say this person's bad, you know he's bad if I compare it to look at... You know, Clint Eastwood literally is willing to let his (laughs) partner die over some money for... Mm -hmm multiple times and he's supposed to be the good guy you know yeah Uh, it shows just kind of like what it took to live in that time i think um yeah that's how i read it but you know when you get to lee van cleft's character and literally he's like he's the bad guy and you see him you know the one guy's like i'll pay you a thousand dollars not to kill me that's more than you paid to he's like i'll kill you and he goes back to the other guy, gets his 500, and was like, oh, also, he paid me to kill you, so now I gotta fucking kill you, too. Ha, 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 i evil. <laughs> it's
0: so good. Uh, also, the uh, gun scene from uh, the general store that was homaged in John Wick 3. Um, Which now so- I know
1: that you wouldn't have understood that, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, like, uh, it's gonna be interesting, like, watching all these films, like, down the road and, like, catching these new references. Um, because that was a big one, and, uh, just thinking back on it makes me giddy. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more that I haven't noticed along the way, too, so.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, just, and then fucking, Tuco's just a madman. I love him so much.
0: God, Tuco's the best. <laughs> I, I would definitely be Tuco's friend in a heartbeat. Ah,
1: oh, God, it's, and everything's so good, it all just keeps playing back in on itself, and. Mm-hmm. Ah, like that scene where like he digs up the money. And he's like, "Yeah, we got it." And he turns around. There's just a noose there, and you're like, "A oh, fucking course, he's gonna hang him."
0: <laughs> that's what he's doing. <laughs> you fucking prick, Eastwood. But I gotta respect you for it. I mean, Tuco did try to fucking run you dry in the desert. So,
1: but that's because Eastwood left him in the desert too.
0: I know. It's uh, it's surrounding respect. So,
1: yeah, it's just the thing of like. You know, just what these guys will do to each other. And, you know, it's just this, like you said, it's just none of it should work out the way it does. But because there's all such petty pricks, it kind of does.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really, just really fantastic film. So if you haven't, uh, I highly suggest uh, checking out Good, Bad, and Ugly because it's great. Oh,
1: and watch the, uh, I, you know, whatever one you can get uh, your hands on. But there is also a really nice director's cut edition that is out. Of Good, Bad, and the Ugly? Yeah, it adds like 20 minutes to it.
0: You've got to be c- fucking kidding me.
1: No, I own it. I bought it the day it fucking came out. I love this movie.
0: Hmm. No, I'm kind of intrigued, but it kind of definitely took a couple of times to watching the damn movie. Cause it was the so best long-winded. thing...
1: Uh, the best thing, if you watch the that like cut that they released, uh, is you can see where they re-put in the footage because they had Eastwood and Wallach re-record their lines for it, so like they sound okay. older. Uh,
0: I was wondering if, um, because like there's a few spots where the du- or the uh, audio doesn't sync up with the them talking. So I was wondering oh, what about well, that. I mean, it depends
1: if you're talking about them or anyone because these, you know. Were spaghetti westerns. They were filmed yeah. in Italy. So, like, a lot of people are speaking Italian and then they're dubbed over in English.
0: That blows my mind so much. And that's so also you're saying, why. Like, you're saying these are the movies that uh, Leo's character was making in
1: Hollywood? Yeah. Like, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Leo's character is essentially Eastwood, where, like, he was on a successful western, Eastwood was on Rawhide. And then no one wanted to hire him to do movies because why well, do movies when I can watch you on TV for free? So he had to go to Italy and make these spaghetti westerns and just so he could make movies.
0: Well, son of a bitch. Um, also, fantastic score by uh, Inicio... Uh, I can't fucking think of
1: his Morricone. He's so good. It's so it's good. So good.
0: It was, this isn't was the original time that Wawa was done, was it?
1: It's probably like the most pronounced.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, but I but yeah. still like the score in West better. Like that harmonica theme for harmonica.
0: Mm. Um. But, yeah, so good. Um, so let's jump to theatrically, and let's start with oh. Good Boys. Well, well, let's hold on one second. I just have one last
1: question to touch in. Okay. Uh, since you had never seen this, does that mean you had never seen the other two either? Fistful of dollars, and for a few dollars more.
0: Uh, yeah, I've never seen them. Oh, you fucking, you fool! Listen, I'm totally down for it because I'm a big fan of Western nowadays.
1: Well, you're—I think you're a fan of like spaghetti westerns. Uh,
0: probably, probably more prevalent. Uh, I, but I'm a big fan of Gunsmoke right now. I'm sure—is that the same?
1: No, Gunsmoke was a okay. TV show. Yeah, yeah. no, you should. You should find those if they're streaming anywhere. They're good. Really good. Uh, For a few dollars more is literally a Western remake of Yojimbo.
0: Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I'll check them out. So, from there, let's talk theatrically and let's start with Good Boys and how much you enjoyed it.
1: Why do you guys say that? Because you know I don't like comedies. You didn't like
0: this movie? Nope. Not at all. I'll be damned. Uh, I was re- I was really thinking that you enjoyed this because we both like Booksmart, and like this one just skewed too young for me to really appreciate. Like it's fun; it's just a kids super bad. Um, it is. Yeah. Do
1: you want to know? Like the one thing I had problems with was like this <laughs> cognitive dissonance of like these kids don't they they have that idea of you know when children are trying to know what they're talking about to their friends and no one really knows what they're talking about you know they're like tampons go up the butt so baby don't come out and we don't know how to kiss and we don't understand sex and all this stuff but then they're also being like oh he's gonna fuck that doll it's like well then you know what sex is why this (laughs) this, 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 this is like you're breaking my reality within the the score of the film
0: uh I think it's all broken up like that when you're younger like you're you're not able to make the complete thought but you got the the bits and pieces
1: i don't know it didn't work and then the only time that i gen well okay we'll put it that way they are so unknown about what all this stuff is but they straight be like yeah you're a pedophile we know what pedophilia is we know what you are uh we know how to get this girl off us by saying she's touching our penis and we know about consent and the me too movement but uh we don't know how to search for making out on the internet I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, but genuinely, the one genuine laugh I got was when that kid's running across the highway and he causes the accident and you see a body
0: fly out. And
1: then they <laughs> cut it away and be like, it's a sex doll. And I was like, no, they should have murdered someone. I would have applauded the movie if it had been a real person flying out the window. Uh,
0: just thinking back to me, watching this, I definitely fucking laughed out loud thinking it was a person first off. Uh, I was like oh oh, shit they just killed somebody uh, for for his beer Oh, it's good stuff no just that (sighs) sex doll oh it's brought back that guy oh that's fine Uh, but
1: yeah it's just it's one of those things where like it just it skewed young there was no joke or storyline that you didn't see coming I guess it was all very rote
0: yeah just the kids, super bad. Uh, I think it'd be fine if you took kids too, but like, um, yeah, just
1: being too young. There was, there's a few things where you're like, I get that whoever worked on this film is probably smarter than the what the movie was. You no, know, like, there's just a few little things, and they're like, there's that part where when they want to go buy the drugs, and they're like, he's the uh, Lucas, the the black kids, like, I'm not gonna go buy drugs. And uh, they're like, you, but you're the only one who can pass as a college kid because he's like three inches taller than them. That's the joke <laughs> yeah. of them. But then when they go to buy the drugs, he's like, hey, I recognize you from my econ class. And I was like, see, that's funny.
0: That was pretty good. So, and then the fucking paintball fight in the, in the middle of this frat. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, there was some parts, But like, for the most part, it didn't need to be 90 minutes. Because like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> there's a few parts. Like, goddamn, that part where he's just like, <laughs> when the drug dealer was like, "You can suck my dick, and you can suck my dick," and the black kid's just <laughs> like, "What about me? Am I supposed to fucking sit here?" Beanbag boys do everything together. <laughs> uh,
0: also, when they're in the convenience store and like the, he's trying to walk past the cop with the beer down his pants, that that will never not be funny to me. Because when I used to work at a grocery store, uh, we definitely had like a homeless guy come in and like stuff a whole like pork loin down his pants, and, like, got caught by the cops, and when they asked him, he's like, I just got a lot of meat down there, and, like, kills me every time that joke's ever even remotely used. It's so good. Uh, it's, it's like,
1: uh, this would be, uh, you're hung over on a Sunday, and it's playing on an HBO movie. Like, oh, there's yeah, no reason sure. to, like, go out and see those.
0: Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but from there, uh, let's talk Ready or Not. Did you enjoy that? I did. Did you? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I I was thinking it was Margot Robbie for the longest time. And then when the credits rolled and I was like, that's not Margot Robbie.
1: No, Uh, that's just another blonde Australian actress. That's actually uh, Hugo Weaving's niece. hmm.
0: Uh, Because I was like, if that's Margot Robbie, she's got incredible, way more... uh, Depth than I ever gave her credit for, uh, and it's not her, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, but, well, like it depends
1: on what you are fucking comparing. Like, Margot Robbie's a really good actress, just because you hate Suicide Squad, and I no, do no, too.
0: No, 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 no. I really appreciate Margot's acting. I don't think she's given she's been given the right role to explore very much, other than just being this uh, picturesque model.
1: Again, I don't know. Like, she subverts that expectation in Wolf of Wall Street very well.
0: Ah, but she doesn't do much m- more than just stand around and be pretty.
1: Mm, I think you're missing what that character's doing.
0: Mm, probably. Uh, it's been <laughs> a long time since I've seen that, so I can't really... Use...
1: Anyway.
0: uh, Yeah, no. My main problem with
1: this movie... Uh would be that it is definitely an indictment of rich people and the shit they do and what they get away with, but you don't see any of their comeuppance through her. Yeah. It's the the lower middle class person who's not good enough for this world doesn't get to a- achieve any of that against... Them, except for the mom whose face she fucking beats in. But for the yeah. most part, she's just beating up the servants who are
0: technically... Probably looked down as much as she you. didn't really beat him uh, I mean she beat the uh butler, but all the other ones were definitely accidents around her that's what I'm saying her. like
1: you don't see that rise up moment against yeah. the the elite class uh, which
0: like halfway through this movie when she gets shot, I was like man just fucking go after them all and like that would have been great and uh she never really takes that on but I really think that would have been a great shift for the movie.
1: Yeah. Uh but I do love that fucking moment at the end though when like uh uh when they you know they get their come up and through the own deals that they made in the end. It is an indictment of what they do and how they don't think it's ever going to come back to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh so when it does and they all start blowing up. And then she just breaks down laughing. And it's that same, like, joyous laugh that she had at the beginning of the movie when she was first getting married, and she has that little snort to it. I was like, that's fucking great.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, dude, I laughed so hard at that point. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like, it's so unexpected. You're like, this is perfect. This this wraps everything up in a nice little bow. <laughs> yeah, it's good.
1: Um, I don't know. It's I don't wanna say that it's I don't know how to look at it, I guess. Uh there's points where like I felt like the end when uh the uh her husband comes back into the fold and ends up siding with the family, that was all telegraphed and you knew it was coming, but I think it's supposed to play as like a shock. But yeah. is that the fault of good writing that they laid it all out that it was gonna happen and you knew it would happen, or is it bad filmmaking by not showing the internal struggle more.
0: Yeah, it would have been interesting if they would have chopped out that block where she's uh, listening in and they're talking like they think he's passed out or whatever. And like, splice that in right when uh, they're talking to... Or like, when he finds out his brother's dead and like, finds her. And then you splice that scene in there and you're like, oh shit. He's definitely gonna choose the family over her. Yeah. But... But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, uh, I went into this movie completely blind. I did not even know what it was. I knew you told me to go to it, so I went to it, uh, and I was happily surprised. So yeah,
1: it's it's fun. It's funny. It's got an energy to it. I don't think it sustains that energy the whole way through. Oh, um, for sure not. But you know, it's everyone's really good in it.
0: It would have been uh, great if they would just had a whole fucking floor for servants and like they just kept getting killed in random ridiculous ways. Uh, Even though the three that got killed were ridiculous enough, but it would have been great if they would have just added that little nugget and just <laughs> kept throwing them to the fire.
1: Uh, but it's good. I like it. Um yeah. It's it's not what well, it's very solid. It's not great, but it's definitely worth watching.
0: Yeah, uh
1: for sure. It's much better than the the last film that I had seen that kind of reminded me of this going in, which was Your Next, which mm-hmm. uh, everyone hyped that movie up so fucking much that when I saw it, I was like, ugh, no thank you. <laughs> it's like, fine, but whatever. So it was kind of going into this me being like, oh, that's kind of what I wanted from that movie. I don't
0: oh, okay. Fair enough. So with the all the others out of the way. Uh, we can talk about the final theatrical one we watched this week. in Blinded by the Light. And you know how I feel about it. Did you like it at all?
1: Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's definitely not what you're making out to be. But... Oh,
0: yeah. I definitely felt like you were going to feel that way. So what the fuck's that supposed to mean? I mean, it, it just resonates with me so well that, like, we've had these throughout the years that, like, those ones that really resonate with me that you're just like, yeah, it's good. And, like, it just felt coming out of this one that this was definitely going to be one of those. I don't know. Like,
1: I like stuff in it. I like the idea that, uh, you know, your, your creativity can be spurned on and pushed and molded by being inspired by other things. And, you know, this is a movie based on a book that's based on bruce springs like how much art is coming from the inspiration that they're drawing from these other things and how to make it and turn your creativity into a force of good i like all that stuff i think the movie's just kind of i don't want to say disjointed but there's parts where like they keep breaking out into song and i'm like is this supposed to be a musical and then you see that's not, (laughs) and it's so confusing to me
0: See that makes a lot more sense. Uh, I figured it was just based on like I thought this was just a retelling of this this story, so I didn't know all that other stuff. Um, That and I wasn't a big Springsteen fan before this movie. Like I don't think I knew more than a couple of his songs, Um, but I think the way it lays songs throughout uh, it was really fun, really well done. Um, It kind of took like parts where they did it well for rocket man and kind of interwoven with parts they did well for um bohemian rhapsody it felt uh like when they break out of dance uh when they're when he's selling shirts and like singing to the the chick he likes and like his dad joins in and everything i was like this is so like this is the part that really sold it for me i was like i'm just in love with this whole thing and like did i watch that part
1: and you you see everyone in that fucking flea market's like joining in and they're all dancing together and I'm like, this is just some fucking kids singing on the street. Why is this happening? Because when you see all the other times it happens, because they break out in song multiple times, like when they fucking sing Bruce lyrics to fucking fight racism in the fucking diner and stuff, mm-hmm. everyone hears them. Everyone sees it, but it's not a musical moment. So that's yeah. why I don't get why all this shit happens when that happens. It's weird. It's it's totally inconsistent. If you want to make a musical, make a fucking musical.
0: I get what you're saying. I I agree with you. Uh I don't know. It just works oh, well for And me. also,
1: like, uh I get that, you know, you're of a time period, you know, you're it's eighty-seven and whatever, but like sure, like I know basically the three Springsteen albums that they were talking about in the movie, right? I know Mm -hmm. darkness on the edge of town, the river and born in the USA, but I felt like they just kept playing the same fucking four songs over and over.
0: Yeah. Um, I I did like the way they were introducing some of the songs, uh, and doing the lyrics on the, the walls while he was walking around the night and shit like that. Uh, I thought that was really well done. Um, it was interesting when he did get his trip to America and like chose his friends um, because obviously that would mean more to him than uh, his girlfriend that, or that he broke up with. But um, yeah. And then just this struggle of trying to decide with what he wants to do over his future and like the limit or like his cultural upbringings, like interfering with, what he wants to actually do and obtain so yeah it's just a really fantastic movie that really worked for me
1: and it's an okay movie that worked fine for me there's also stuff like when they do the trip to america and it's just terrible green screen (laughs) listen
0: i can overlook that part by a mile because there was only like two minutes of the movie it but was so jarring. Like there's a part left. where like <laughs> it,
1: uh, it shows like him standing in front of like the college they're visiting or whatever and his friend's taking the picture and then it shows the picture, but the picture shows him looking at his friend and the picture's like ten feet back from that. I'm like, who t- what is happening?
0: It's just <laughs> you just need to you just need to let it go a little bit. Just enjoy mm-hmm. the ride. <laughs> there's times where I normally
1: can, and there's other times just like, you've broken me. A movie, a movie, sh- if it's doing its job well, should transport you to a place and make you forget everything for a couple hours. It shouldn't hmm. break that illusion through bad filmmaking. I'll
0: give you that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think this is going to be one of my top lists. So
1: it was fine. Um, I like. God, I do I say like it seems padded out there's a few times where it just kind of treads the same ground over and over of like mm. you know people encouraging him to write and him being put down and then encouraging him to write and then him being put down uh but like once you reach that moment at the end where he's literally like explaining how he was wrong almost you know he's just like. Yeah. I believed in all these things, but I was looking at it wrong and now here's how I see everything. Like that's a very moving moment. Mm-hmm. But it takes you reach that point where you're like, he's basically saying that the past hour and forty five minutes that we watched were all bullshit. Yeah.
0: And also he brings it around and is like, Yeah, but um I'm leading forward into this, so it's all good. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh blinded by the light. um, what do we got for next week then
1: it's nothing, I don't think
0: don't give me that bullshit what
1: there what there's no theatrical releases.
0: What do we got for best and worst
1: uh, what do we have? I forgot I had it down somewhere. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm thinking about it.
0: That's fair. It was something. It was but we something. also have like a few shows that we can watch, like uh, the Boys. We haven't started, or uh, Jessica Jones season three.
1: I know, but that doesn't mean I had a plan on what we were doing. You need to uh-huh. fucking calm down.
0: <laughs> Listen, you oh. tell me what you tell me what to watch. watch.
1: Uh, uh it's Pulp Fiction. Mm. And House of the Dead.
0: Isn't that that Umbak one? Or not Umbak. Uh Fucking. Ubol, <laughs> Ubol, that's the one.
1: It very much is, sir.
0: Didn't she try showing me this once and I just couldn't. That
1: There's a good chance because like it, it wouldn't be a spoiler alert. I fucking love that movie. I saw it twice in theaters.
0: Is this the one with the fucking lawnmower zombies face?
1: Mm, no, that's Dead Alive, the Peter Jackson movie. Oh,
0: okay. okay. You also
1: should watch that because you're <laughs> like a fucking fool. About
0: that. Interesting. Interesting. Um but yeah, I suppose we'll uh fill it out and we'll come back with a bunch of things to watch next week. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Good deal. Uh peace, pineapple and all that good stuff. Later.